Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lore Hammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, I'm your host, Mark, and joining me today live in my living room, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got my girlfriend, hey B. Hey, I'm honored to be back. Are you ready to nerd down with me and read some 40k short stories? Always. It's the highlight of my uh, a day, actually. I guess it's a daily thing that I do with you now. No, no, no. no. I'm, no. Not, I'm not looking for no co-host. I've already fought off a oh bunch God, of nerds. God, I don't want a co-host. No, no, no. That's what this is, B. It's a daily 40k podcast about short stories. No, so. lucky for me, I get the unofficial version mm. in the kitchen. You get the rehearsed edition where I'm like speaking into the mirror. Yeah. We're in the living room now, so we've moved on, we're recording, this is happening, here we are. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we are reading a short story. Uh, This one was submitted by Lucas, and it is called Beneshank Crumperbatch. (laughs) Should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, if you want to start reading. Alright, here we go. Digitized Entry. The below booklet was found on the planet Mactree 2 in the Augusta system. Research indicates it to be the primitive attempt at the propaganda for the Xenos race known as the Orcs. Similar reports of entries have been found across several planets in the sector. They are marketing this warlord. Attached was a plea for help from captive guardsmen who have been since de- who have since been deemed traitor for his role in this, continuing to report all findings of this material to the officers in command. Attached to this booklet, a plea for help from the traitor guardsman, Iranian Jest. My name is Iranian Jest, a soldier in the Emperor's Imperial Guard Forces, a communications operator operator of the 14th Regimental Dundrons. We were sent to this backwater planet to deal with what was supposed to be the small orc force, our intelligence was off. What was met was anything but a small batch of feral orcs. Instead, we were greeted by a large orc warband that continues to grow at a staggering rate right before my eyes. The newly self-appointed warlord, Crumberbatch, as they refer to him, seems to be drawing more and more forces at him at an accelerated rate. It is unknown to me how the Xenos are able to hone in on this one camp's position, but shortly after a power struggle that led to the demise of the former warband's leader, this new warlord has taken this tribe from strength to strength. They have gone from a small ragtag bunch of warriors to a mechanized outfit. Buggies, crude contraptions that somehow stay aloft in the air 
and an ever-increasing array of firepower seems to be simply unlocking as more and more orcs are drawn to the warrior's camp. Many of my comrades have been slaughtered, but some of the orcs seem to be entertained by keeping a few of us around as pets. I have seemingly secured my position as relative safety by telling my captures that I am a skilled writer. A ruse, but during these times, anything to stay alive another day. They call it Itis. A high-ranking officer of sorts amongst them has taken particular interest in the chronicling of the warlord's rise to localized fame. I have never known Xenos to act like this. He has even taken to editing, for lack of better word, entries that I am able for able that I am responsible for journaling. I have attached an entry below for reference to see the dribble that I am forced to write simply to sustain my existence. They have they seem to be copying these stories and firing them off in cannons into space. I have no idea what they hope to achieve, nor do I think they are actually they actually have a plan. If this is ever found and I don't make it out of this alive, know that even in the darkest of my captivity, I never waned in my faith. The Emperor protects. Iranian Jest, Communication Specialist, 14th Regiment, Dundrums. And then he's kind of done up like this little pamphlet, like think of like, yeah, like, you know, literally pamphlet that you'd hand out to people on the street. And it says, come join Beneshank Crumperback's WOG. We want you. And it's got some, you know, propaganda and whatnot. So this is essentially was thrown out into space. Yeah, yeah. These orcs are launching this <laughs> out into hilarious. space. I it love is, this. Yeah, it is pretty funny and pretty, cl- pretty clever and quirky. I like it. Mm-hmm. Big Boss Beneshank Crumpback wasn't always known as Big Boss around these parts. There used to be, uh, er, oh, this is an orc talking. There used to be, uh, er, that other boss a while back. <laughs> boss Bogfoot Double Shooters. That's right. That was his name. They called him that because, well, because he had double shooters and when Beneshank crumped him, his foot was stuck in a bog. Come to think of it. Fits his name. That's funny. <laughs> Old Mork or possibly Goat Gork are playing tricks again. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> that voice is brutal. I can't tell the story of Big Box Beneshank Crumperback without first telling the story of Weird Boy's Idits. Now that that's a story that's good telling, you see, one day Weird Boy Idits traveled across the barren open and dry plains of this world. No one knew. Uh, where from, simply walked up to the camp, found the then big knob, Crumperbatch, and said to him, Oi, I is the best at making people's heads bang, and then being able to jump troops into enemy lines so they can jump quicker. Then the knob, Crumperbatch, looked the well-traveled shaman over and simply said, Oh yeah? Why is that? To which the shaman replied, That's just the way it is. Nodding with a confidence that Crumperbatch could only discern was warranted. The shaman then handed the knob a glowing purple knife and informed him that the shank would be signify an alliance between the two of them. And, with the help of the weird boy, the knob Crumperbatch would soon be Big Boss Crumperbatch. The knob enjoyed a feeling of being referred to as the boss. A smirk grew across his face as he took the shining shank and pulsed with energy unfamiliar to him. He groaned while then, That sounds good to me. I think I would make the best boss. Better that than old double shooter. Matter of fact, where is he? 
I think I might get this plan into swing, eh? I'm itching for a good crump now. Good idea, the shaman replied, matching the knob's grin and menacing mood. Crumpabatch paced around the camp until he saw Double Boss Shooter. His foot was stuck in a bog and located to the north of the squig hut, one foot seemingly being pulled into the thicket of the mud, surrounded by a workforce of Gretchen with tools attempting to free his bogged foot. Crumpabatch let aloud a bellowing laugh. Look at this kid, stuck in the bog. Should we call him Bogfoot Double Shooter? Continuing with a loud, menacing laugh, happy with his new adapt description of the situation. <laughs> the boss double shooter was... <laughs> the boss double shooter shot a deathly look at the knob. He was not happy with this jest. If I wasn't stuck, I'd get to crumping you, you knob crumper batch, he retorted. That's boss crumper batch now! Boss crumper batch, crumper shank! <laughs> And with that sentence, Gretchen, sensing the tension in there, realizing the psychotic look in the knob's face as he steadily increased his pace towards the bogged boss, scattered and sought shelter. Within the distance, Double Shooter, Crumpabatch lunged forward towards the bogged warrior, and producing the shank gifted to him thanks to his newfound alliance with Weird Boy's It Is, It It's, drove the purple shimmering dagger straight through the once mighty war boss's skull. Shoving the corpse of his former chef aside, he turned to see the entirety of the camp at a standstill. Groups of boys clinging to either Shuda or Choppa, whatever was their preference. Mech boys had stopped tinkering on the contraptions. Even the camp's other knobs known as Crumpabatch from Battles Gone still stood at a standstill. An eerie silence lay over the camp until one figure emerged from the stunned crowd. A weird boy, the weird boy is it made his way from the front of the camp, standing between the gathering crowd and the two bodies of conflict. He propelled his voice in the fashion of a skilled orator, announcing, a st announcing to the stunned crowd, You all seen it? Double Shooter had his foot bogged! He was a git and not fit to be boss! Crumper Batch with his shiny new shank! Nay, banner shank, Crumper Batch! Correcting himself, self dubbing the new warlord name mid sentence. He crumped him. He crumped him because he he is the biggest and the baddest, and more can gawk like him the best. Not old Bogfoot Double Shooter. Letting out a single chuckle at the name given to the fallen warrior that history would remember. The warlord is dead. The warlord is dead. Long live the warlord. <laughs> Expecting the crowd to rejoice in adulation, the shaman raised his hands to the sky. He had pictured this moment many times in his mind. Alas, he was met with silence. The gathering warband unsure what to make of this news. Double Shooter was an older orc, and many of, of the... Uh, many the, of them had known. Yeah, many of them must have been. Yeah, and many of them had known of him since the fungus. Click a noise from the sh shooter boy's corner around normally, the sound of a loading... Oh, oh, okay. Click! The noise from a shooter boy's corner, although normally the sound of a loading magazine, would be drowned out with the camp's day-to-day -day noise. During this tension, the sound echoed and cut the tension precise. Double shooter was all a shooter boy and favored by the orcs that took to this path. Grunk! The sound of a... Meshing flesh quickly, 
The crowd turned to see one of the knobs having cleaved his gigantic two-handed axe straight through the shooter boy who had loaded his magazine, possibly in anger and ready to shoot, or possibly just to finish the maintenance on his shooter, as the corpses crumpled into the mass of cleaning rags and oil pots at his feet. The knobs met the gaze of Crumperbatch and gave it a dignified nod. This camp belonged to the shooty for far too long. It is time we became crumpy again. Long live Big Boss Banashank Crumperbatch. Anyone who has a problem that can meet with my axe next. With this announcement, the rest of the knobs started chanting and bashing their metal breastplates. Crumperbatch! 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 The boys with choppers, the mech boys followed suit, and even the shooter boys, knowing what if they had to, knowing that if they didn't, they would be dealt with in a similar manner. The camp exploded in a rumble of screams and roars, all announcing Crumperbatch as the big boss. Daka let fly into the air as choppers pounded anything metal to contribute to the volume of the weird boy's satisfaction with his new position as right hand man. To the warlord, summarized the day's festivities. He is the biggest boss. And that is the way it is. Crumperbatch walked through the adoring crowd like a rock star. Come on, he gets put the call out to every district rock. We need more DACA things, more flying things, more squigs, more lads. Come join Banishank Crumperbatch's wog. <laughs> Soon we make war on the nearest umis. So if the shoot, so if you have a shooty and a chopper thing and a flyer thing, oh, this is still him talking, I think. <laughs> Oh, no, no, this is a part of the poster again. So if you have a shooty thing or a chopper thing, a flyer thing, or a fink crumper batch, it's the biggest and the best come join Wog today. We want you. We pay well. Bring one big shooter, a tooth a week. Bring a chopper, a tooth a week. Big daca cannon, four teeth a week. A uh, flying thing. We need more flying things. <laughs> things. Ten teeth per week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's amazing. I mean, Case, oh, you know man. how like the army will like make propaganda videos for you to join? Yeah. This is amazing, and like I don't know. Sounds like a riot. It doesn't yeah. sound very organized. By any means. It sounds yeah. like entertaining for sure. Yeah, and you have to bring your own war gear to the war, which but, makes sense. You know, at least they pay you some teeth. Teeth. I mean, <laughs> how exciting! How exciting! That was awesome. Um, I seen you made a look when I said DACA. Yeah. DACA is bullets. Um, okay, you, okay. you shoot, it's like, DACA, 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 DACA. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I used to make those sounds when I was playing with guns. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It works to just big children. Um, yeah, so my thoughts on that. Obviously, that was great. I really, really enjoyed the way that you presented this lore in the way of, like, this guardsman, first of all, you get this, like, outside perspective perspective mm -hmm. so you can kind of build the scene a little bit more where he's like oh man this is crazy here yeah. and then like he sees these pamphlets and he's probably even the one writing these pamphlets yeah. by the sounds of it yeah um very, very much an outside perspective of how crazy it is <laughs> yeah 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 it's very well written uh and then yeah we get that nice pamphlet and like all the kind of 
you know, all the sweet orky talk, you know, it's it's funny to always see people <laughs> write the w- things, that's just the way it is, like, yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, I'm glad you read that part, I couldn't have done it the way that you did it, yeah, my voice is a little tender now, but it's all good, uh, it, it's cool, man. I've I've also done a similar lore to this. My SWAT army, I tried to present my lore in a similar way where yeah. they were handing out these pamphlets across the galaxy. But man, the way that you're, you had it where they're literally just punk, shooting cannons yeah. out into space. I hope like, somebody finds it. <laughs> Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, very cool way to recruit. Um, I would love to see pictures of your army. It sounds like you're focusing on like more of a melee heavy army. I like too that you have like a reason for that. Like the tribe is shifting culture now with a, the change of a new war boss. Um, that's just like you know the way it works with orcs. You know the biggest and the strongest lead, and you know they're the best. So you want to be like them. So you naturally do what they do. Survival of the fittest. Yes. Um, so I I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. No, I thought it was great. I I like the propaganda type, like, here's the backstory, here's what we can offer you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah, of yeah. Of course, it's like orcs, and none of it makes yeah. sense, and they're all just kind of Yeah, like, and like, even in the propaganda uh, poster, it's like, and if like, you step out of line, yeah. you get an axe to the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on over. And it's a real hoot. For <laughs> some teeth. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, do you want to know one more fun fact about orc teeth? They tell me. And culture. So... Orcs, the way their like uh, economy works, it's based off of teeth. Oh, okay, so, so that is something relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because teeth is the perfect economy system because every orc will have a constant supply of them. Okay. You can get more teeth if you want. There's different types of teeth. There, if you take a war boss's tooth, it's more valuable than if you took a grot tooth. The other thing about it is they rot, so you can't hoard teeth. Teeth. Oh. Yeah, so you can't just get a billion teeth and be like, ha ha, because it's just going to rot. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah, so it's the perfect economy they've created. Wow. Um, Joe Biden, go learn a get little. Get on it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Healthcare isn't free in the States, but then pull your teeth and use. you can then use it to buy a soda pop. Or a hatchet if you're joining the right gang. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that was a fun lore. Orc lore is always fantastic. If you have lore and you want to submit it to the show, uh, lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to support the show. If you've listened to a handful of them and you're enjoying them, just toss me a dollar on Patreon. It helps It's the equivalent of going to the movies for entertainment. How long does this take? A couple minutes? Yeah, yeah. Except, you know, you won't be getting part two, the sequel of... Yeah. You'll be getting movie that you've watched your whole life. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I get it. Marvel is a thing. Yeah. Fuck off. Here you get 40k is a thing. So fuck I fuck yeah. <laughs> you guys all get to write the script. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, Batty B, thank you for joining me. Of course. Uh, we'll see you all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listen to Lore. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.